Giovanni, you ever watch Lost? Oh, yeah. I'm a big Lost guy. Love it. Great. Oh, Good. all right. Well, here we go. Great. <laughs> You're going to enjoy this. Here right. we go. Previously on Unranked. <laughs> I have some concerns about you getting to that Alan Wake now. Uh, Why is that? What do you got? What's on the docket? Well, I mean, we'll talk about it, but they just announced God of War DLC coming out next week, and it's free, and something tells me you're going to be like, ah, I need yeah. to do this. Yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be the case. I mean, I can't lie. I cannot tell a lie on, on that. So, uh, yeah, God of War probably takes precedent, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how long the God of War DLC is. If the God of War DLC is quick, then who knows? Whoa. So a, a little note there. That animation um, was new to me. That was uh, <laughs> did you did Chris use that last week? No, yeah. I made it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um just to, just a note. I, I realized that I said there it takes precedent. Not right. Precedence. Right. So sure. I just want to make a note to myself. I just want to clarify the correct mm, takes precedent. Yeah. Takes uh, the president. Takes precedent. I said precedent. Anyway. So here we are. Here we are. Welcome to the 406th episode of the Unranked Podcast. I'm Christian Humes. We have Alex Tuna Marinella. Hello. Tom Caswell. Hello. I'm returning to the show for the first time in season four. You know him. You love him. It's Giovanni Colantonio. Hey, it's so good to be back. It's been a hot minute. I think the last time I was here, we talked about Roman history, and then that became a meme <laughs> at some point <laughs> afterwards. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back post, post everyone understanding the joy of Rome. What's funny we had, about we that had a lot of that, fun with that one. Yeah, well, because br Brittany asked me straight up because, you know, she's TikTok, whatever. Mm. Uh, and she was like, how often do you think about Rome? And I was like, literally every day. So <laughs> I mean, how would she not know that about you? With well, how many did, but she really have. didn't think that it was every day. And I'm she like, didn't no, know, like we knew, Chris. Like I really do think about it every single day. Like I when thought that, about what, it again today. I thought about yeah, it again what, today. What brought it up today? Um, today I was watching a. Before I started watching for all mankind, I was watching. I was YouTube. watching Rome, the HBO. <laughs> well, that, you, you, you're kind of close because I was watching uh, a YouTube video about this guy about. Well, he was ripping apart all the inaccuracies of gladiator so oh, i was like mm, okay. oh well yeah that he cool. was also yeah. like he was also uh in like a good upon... way right not like a cinema sins way no it's it's more historical <laughs> okay. um all right it's the history hit youtube channel it was with dan snow uh he's very good so he was ripping not ripping apart but he was talking about how Oscar Schindler isn't all that in a bag of chips he was talking about the inaccuracies <laughs> in saving Private ryan what a take uh well yeah he was basically like i mean oscar schindler uh you know started out horrible dude kind of redeemed himself by the end sure. but uh not a great sure. guy not all that in a bag of chips mr schindler yeah so i feel anyway, like in the movie it starts uh, he says him. that it's not even it like it's way worse the real story is way sure. worse sure that Are we canceling sense. Schindler right now? We're Is that what's happening? Listen, Giovanni's like, maybe I shouldn't have come on this show. Like, what, the fuck is, what the fuck is happening right now? Well Mr. Schindler is <laughs> no longer with us, so that's true. He can't be canceled. Can't He's already be canceled. been canceled. You can't yeah. cancel once. The, once you're gone, you're done. Canceled by life. Yeah, God has canceled him. <laughs> yeah, that's once dark. you've been taken. 
Yeah, well, we all get been... can... we all speaking of, of taken. Speaking of taken, Liam Neeson played both. Wow, both Schindler That's, and there we and go. Taken, yeah. That's wow. a really good point. And Taken, the, 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 Mr. Taken, the, the character Taken and Taken, Mr. Taken. Did you decide to to read or learn about that or watch that because of the season one arc and for all mankind with? No, I subscribed to the channel and it was also just oh, okay. a it just suggested happened. YouTube video for me. Yeah. Okay. So That's beautiful. I love that. It kind of goes hand in hand. Um, I love that history hit. Love it. It's a great channel. When that meme happened, the first thing I thought was. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know someone I know. who thinks I about Rome every day. I know. It was already all... a meme on our show, so it was a little annoying, yeah, to be honest. All... Yeah. Tuna was at the forefront yeah. of our minds when that meme hit. I'll tell you right Absolutely. now, uh, Giovanni, I now have, I, I don't know, you can see these posters back here. Yeah, 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 I can. One of them is yes. the chronology of every Roman emperor from <laughs> Augustus all the way to when the empire collapses in 476. Your commitment to this is so beautiful, and I yeah. wish I, I wish I loved or thought about anything as much as as you love and think about Rome. That's that's oh, a, yeah. that's a love story. I love that. It's yeah, Rome. It's so good. <laughs> um, well, talk to me. Here's the new show. You guys like that intro? Yeah. I loved it. That's it lovely. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was just like, it'd be cool if we had like some kind of shitty looking Marvel intro logo, <laughs> and then there you go. <laughs> Figured out there it I is. made a really crappy version of it. It was great. Um, so this time of the show, what we do now is talk about the Pokemon. the four hundred and sixth Pokemon. Because it's the four hundred and sixth episode of the Unranked Podcast. And that Pokemon, its name is Budju. Budu. Oh god. This guy. Yeah. Oh it's a, I think it's the a, worst ones. Three stage. Mm. I mean, it's a three stage grass. It's a. Three, it's yeah, not. Yeah. I let. I. You, it's true. Last week we had Luxray, which was great. That's a cool. Oh, that's, I missed. That's a cool Pokemon. Oh, yeah, Todd, I missed yeah. Luxray. Got rated yeah. high. Got rated yes. high. Oh, oh what I we do we now? Rating, yeah. Yeah. What we do now is now that we're on Gen Four, we starting with the first Pokemon in Gen Four. Each time when we finish the discussion, we're putting it. We're ranking it amongst the Gen Four Pokemon. Oh. So I'll, I'll post in the chat. The current okay. rankings when we get Please. to that, so you yes. can see it. Um, but Alex, why don't you tell us about its name origin? Let's get right, into okay. the etymology so Badoo, of this Pokemon. The Bedu, which you know what I got to say, the evolution of this Pokemon I usually use on my team because it has the Mega Drain ability, and I love that uh, move. Anyway, so actually, the trivia on this one is a lot, but uh, origin alone, it may be based on a rosebud, and the name origin, Badoo, may. Jury's out. Be a combination of <laughs> bud and dew. <laughs> Not sure how we feel about it. Surprise, it's... the name is honestly still out. The jury should have come back on this one. It hasn't. They're just trying That's to, they're trying to, they're trying to, you know what our legal out. system's like. You know what yeah. our legal system's yeah. like. I did watch Jury Duty. Done. Yeah. Gets nothing done. They just so, don't want to uh, go back to work, their real jobs, you know, so they're <laughs> like, we just gotta, we gotta, we gotta hang this Listen, jury man. in. Nobody wants to work today. Nobody <laughs> yeah. wants. Look, to when work. you got James Marsden jumping on your bed while you're soaking with some hottie, you don't want Jerry Duty to end, right? Sure, you know. that's sure. So true. That's so yeah. true. I always say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about what the Pokedex thinks. Uh, hit it. When it feels the sun's warm touch, it opens its bud to release pollen. It lives alongside mm. clear pools. Clear. This pools. is a bog standard Pokemon. Yeah. This is your. This is basically your Caterpie. 
yes. bullshit. But it's your grass caterpie. It's your uh, your uh-huh. your gloom. I mean, it's you basically know, yeah. It's like I really need this thing to evolve now. I- I'm sick of this stage. Let's go. I it, it, you know, but some of the first form evolutions like caterpie are like iconic. You know, like some of the designs right. for stuff like Weedle or, or Caterpie, you yeah, know, yep. it's it's still cute and memorable. And like, it's like when you see one, it's like, oh, that's a delight. But do has nothing going for it. I mean, no. really just like one of these starter Pokemon that like you can't even be like, oh, it's cute, you know, because it's just mm-hmm. like shape. And that's and that's it. Um, I, I, I yeah, mean, it's I, more it's more it's more in line with uh, Bellsprout, right, from Gen One. Sure. Than, like, Bellsprout's cute. And, Bell, and Bellsprout is like Bellsprout's a substantial cute, step up yeah. from this. Yeah, you're like Oddish is a, is a great is oh, a great design. Yeah. You know? that's one of yeah. that's one of Brooks' faves. Yeah. yeah, it's a great one. This is just that being like, said. You know, I don't know. This Pokemon, yes, Christian. What's interesting about it is what it will evolve into was from a previous generation. So the previous generation had Roselia, which is, right. I think, a great Pokemon Oh, design. that's right. Right, yes. Roselia right. That was a standalone. Yeah. In Gen yes. 3, there was no evolution before or after. So the whole point of Badoo is to give what people were like, oh, this is a great Pokemon, but it's not very useful because it's single stage. They mm. made it a three-stage Pokemon now, so then that one's going to get an evolution. So that the, the best thing about Badoo is getting to Roselia. Right. Sure. Yeah, a stepping stone, a true stepping stone. Yes. Which again, though, t- yeah, you got to have that first stepping stone be like fun in some way, right? Yeah. It's it's got to be fun to look at or or something. Like yeah. it can't just be blob. <laughs> it can't especially just be when the mid stage though, the mid stage at least isn't the bad one this time because usually the yes. middle you're like I just want to get past. Whereas totally. with this Pokemon, once you get to that evolution, you're set. However, yeah. this is going to be a big knock against it for all three of you. To get to that middle stage takes a really long time because you have to have high friendship with this Pokemon when leveling up because its next evolution comes with a stone. So you can do that immediately. So So, I do I I do want to clarify it doesn't the next evolution is not a middle stage. Roselia and Roserade are alternate evolutions for it. Oh, so right. It's a two stage with right. That's right. Alternate evolutions, but You're yeah, totally the, right. the 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 pain to get either of them, it's so fucking annoying. And we Wait, and what? Gio, we've so but so no, Chris was oh. correct. Rose, oh. Roselia, oh. Yes. Roselia right. was last generation, and then yeah. they introduced yeah. Badoo in this generation. But they also, as a pre-evolution of Roselia, but there's an alternate Roserade, and it depends on the stone you use. It says it evolves from Rosalia when exposed it, to a shiny stone for Rosary, yeah. not Badoo. Badoo yeah. evolves into Rosalia when leveled up with high friendship during the day. Right. Yeah. Which evolves into Roserade when exposed to a shiny stone. Yeah. So it is right. a middle stage. It's a oh, middle stage. yeah. It's middle. It's middle stage. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, what are you talking oh. about? I think okay, so my next that question. Other green okay. Pokemon. Never mind. I yeah. think you're thinking of the other green. The one so Roselli like is actually the middle evolution, which is yes. weird that they inserted it. Well, that was going to be my question. Is this the first time that they've introduced two Pokemon on either side? On either side of so. a, a already Ooh. existing Pokemon. I do think that I that is don't the case. think so. Really? No. No. On like either side. Magmar. This happened before. Magmar and Electabuzz, right? They were regular Pokemon, single stage, and then they got they the got babies. little Magmars, and they got right. the evolutions. Yeah. But uh, eventually they got evolutions. They didn't get them at the same time. Sure. Okay, so maybe in the same yeah. generation. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mag Magmaton or whatever. What? Those, those, uh-huh. those might actually be be this generation. Magmortar. Yeah. 
Magmorta, yeah. They're right. good. I like the uh how freaky they get with those. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think Magmar's evolutions of those ones. Magmar's yeah. like kind of an incredible Pokemon. I love Magmar. Oh yeah. Mag B sucked. Mag B sucks. Oh, yeah. Magmar's got a big butt on his head, and I love that about him. It's <laughs> he's living his best life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, right, I think I think we know enough about this Pokemon. I'm done. So nice. I put it in the chat so you can see the current uh, list. It goes okay. from best to worst. It's just Gen 4. But right now, the top three are Empoleon, Torterra, then Luxray. Those are our current top three. Um, which Luxray, Luxray beat out one of the uh, starter evolutions. I can't believe you have Bidoof so low on this list. When Bidoof is like an icon now. Eh, not to us. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That, that's how <laughs> that's we fair. do it here. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Badoo, uh, might be coming in last place. I yeah. actually Ooh. agree with that. I, yeah, you I'm could potentially make a case for it over Bibberol. That's what Bibberol I was gonna say. Stinks. I think Bib yeah. I think that is the worst Pokemon because at least at least with like I knew what Badoo was, but I think if you just showed me the name Bibberel, I would really struggle to know which pokemon that was i mm. probably wouldn't get it yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a battle for the bottom i mean again you could yeah. say that maybe bibberel's a little more useful so maybe it deserves to be That's up fair. the top but it's definitely one of these is bottom two i it's it's bottom two no matter what mm. Mm. all right what, what do you guys want I'm, I'm good with either one of those as long as it's uh, very far down it seems like <laughs> we're all good with so someone make a, a choice we, we, we'll we can put it that. between the bidoof and bibberel okay so I like Badoof and Badoo. From the bottom. I like Badoof and Badoo being right next to each other. That sounds really nice. That's like jazz. It's like Badoof, poetry. Badoof, Badoof, Badoo, Badoof, Badoo. Just scat this whole list out. That would be pretty incredible. Um, all right. So we can move on from the Pokemon. Now we can just whatever the fuck we want to talk about. I feel like, Giovanni, since we haven't heard from you in quite some time, sure. why don't you catch us up on anything that you feel like we should know that's interesting. <laughs> oh my god, that's new! Yeah, what if I had like whatever you want? What if I had like a crazy life change and I was like, actually, like I'm in I'm in federal prison. I'm recording from. Right, oh right. wow, this you is have a collect call, call from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm using my starts playing. I'm using my one uh my one phone call right now actually to to talk to you. <laughs> um, no, no, pretty pretty much business as usual. I'm still still been running the ship over at digitaltrends.com. Um, Great. you know, running running the gaming section there. It's been a wonderful year over there. Uh, we we've been doing very well. Digital Trends is now, according to Comscore data, the number one tech news website on the internet, and that's that's wow. pretty cool. Whoa, um, yeah, that impressive. is pretty cool. That's pretty exciting. That's beating out, beating out the actually. heavy hitters. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but nice. we're, do we're doing good work. <laughs> it was old. Um, I don't know how it happened. I mean, honestly, in a year where it has been bad for basically anything around companies that work in tech or video games, that is nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. Have you, guys, have you guys had layoffs this year at all? Uh, not really. There, there were some like very small ones at some point. We, but I think that might have been last year. We mostly had like uh, what a lot of people had, which was bu some budget cuts. Um, sure. but we actually, you know, we we run with a pretty slim team to begin with, so there's yeah. not much to cut, which is a good place to be in. And they're not the kind of company I that kind of like grows unnecessarily, which I appreciate. But um, but that's all business talk. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't. I yeah. No. Well, things, things the, have been going the, pretty well. It's the end of the year. Yeah. Are you uh what are you playing? Uh you know, I just you, I just what are you feeling about I, the games of the I, year? 
Ooh, do you want to get me? I mean, I have my games of the year list. A lot, a lot of questions um, there, Tom. Well, just you know, an end of year wrap up with like you know, what are the vibes? Yeah, I, my vibe is that um, really fantastic year for games, really terrible year for the game industry. I think most people who, <laughs> who work in the space will tell you that. Um, just, I mean, like my my list of games that I've liked this year is so long, right? It's like sixty six games long at the moment. It it keeps it keeps growing every time I play yeah. something. I'm like, oh, there's there's more. Um, you know, I was just playing Asgard's Wrath two on on the Quest three, and like, what a fantastic end of year, like out of out of nowhere thing. Um, I'm so excited that you mentioned you have a VR headset because I do. Uh, <laughs> that was going to be my one? number one question for you, to be honest. About about because you Asgard think you're playing the best VR game, right? You think you're, you're playing a great VR game. <laughs> what is the best VR game? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, don't, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I honestly couldn't contain myself. I was so excited. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to hear about that. Um, so yes, yeah, so, playing so, Asgard's Wrath. Uh, yeah, I, I played um, a, a bunch of it. The thing is, we got access to it pretty far in advance, but I mm. can't wear a VR headset for more than like an hour, and it's like a sixty mm. to hundred hour game. So like, even with like oh, three wow. weeks of lead time, it was like. I can get like five five hours into this maybe before the review, you know, like there there wasn't much. Um, is I it an eye strain thing for you, or is it a comfort? Comfort. It it, it like feels like a, my head is gonna be crushed. Like a I break. would um, because <laughs> we're playing on PSVR twos. We oh, got sure. a comfort upgrade for it yes, from a company nice. called Globular Cluster, and I swear it makes a Globular Cluster <laughs> makes a huge difference because it will replace the back foam part with a much much larger piece it's like a half size dome and it replaces yeah. the front one with a slightly bigger one and gives you that top strap it gives us i mean i i used to probably get them comfortable after maybe an hour hour and a half and now i've played for several hours and it's like fine okay it makes yeah, a big I, difference i might need to do an, an upgrade on that especially because vr games seem like they're getting longer and more involved and it's not like a ah, four-hour game so it doesn't matter playing a couple sessions um asgard draft is like there's no hope that i can finish it right now because i just sure you know you can't play a hundred hour game and i didn't know it had that much content i mean <laughs> yeah. I, I it's enormous my, i've got my eye on this one because i saw ign gave it a 10 and i was like fuck and everyone is now talking about this as like <laughs> it's a legitimately great rpg like uh, uh, vr it's not only is it impressive for the fact that it's existing in vr but like the game itself is a fantastic rpg and i'm like god damn really it's, okay it's really That's good awesome. i i will say the kind of like 10 out of 10 you know like praise of it i think is a little like sure scope tax where it's like this game's big therefore it's good yeah like mm. the the story is nonsense i mean it's it's a sure. hundred hours <laughs> of like total gobbledygook like greek gods bull bullshit oh, that's, my that's shit, not though. interesting i know if you and you might you might dig it if you just like lore for lore's sake and that's all the story yeah. is and like the voice acting you know it's like it's like a ps2 game like i mean it's it's really like very advanced in terms of what vr is gameplay wise but it's so far back in yeah. terms of where like games are so it's in that it's in this weird space where i think like it's impressive because it's really big yeah. i don't know that it being really big and 60 hours long is necessarily like sure. inherently a good thing but it plays mm. really really well it's a really deep rpg it has all these systems that you would expect so it's very impressive for a vr game but like you know I, once i hit a certain point in it i was like yeah this is like really good for where vr is at but i right. don't necessarily right. like yeah. love the the game uh so much um but you know mm. it, it, it i guess it's slim pickings sometimes this, um but this is where 
like i i mean i think the game looks cool but yeah. in my opinion mm -hmm. a lot of people look at vr and they look for the kind of games they play on tv but in vr yes. i don't really believe that that is the thing that makes vr great Agreed. so i mean don't get me wrong it's probably fun but that when i saw yeah. that game i'm like that looks cool that is not the thing that's gonna like get me up and out of my seat to go play vr there are other experiences that do that 100 um, giovanni have you have you played <laughs> have you played mm -hmm. a game called walkabout mini golf no but i'm in oh my god it sounds dude. perfect it's incredible. No, mini golf game? We got it. We got to get oh. you in the squad. We got to get you. It's the game. It is. Tell me about it. It's it is the game, man. The game. It is. It is <laughs> the VR game because it. Is, you are like on a mini golf course. It has awesome. Uh, it's just. You know what? Oh. Even speaking about it, I can't really do it justice. Other than you actually feel like you're playing fucking mini golf. We and, did. Yeah. <laughs> we did our 400th episode inside of Walkabout Mini Golf. <laughs> And yeah. we got the creator of the game to come on. He did like an oh. almost hour long interview with us about That's so cool making the game. Mm -hmm. Here's what makes this game so incredible. They spent Please. a lot of their technical budget on making sure that the physics work the way you think they should. So when you hit the ball, it's yeah. going to go where it should go there. It is so incredibly infrequent that like I'm playing the game and something happens that it shouldn't like, I feel like that shouldn't mm -hmm. have happened and it's janky, which is, a big problem with most VR games. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but then every other part of it, every other little like detail in the experience, it was just like so well thought out. And I think it's because the creator of the game comes from working in like animated movies. He has just like such a high eye for detail. All of the levels are built like almost little like island like dioramas. So you can actually zoom out into a god mode and look at the full map. At any one yeah. point, you can like zoom do in yourself on it. It looks like a, a fucking set. favor. Do yourself a favor. As soon as this, we're done with this. Yeah, yeah. Go get it. Okay. Okay. It's, <laughs> I will. It's good. Just go in. Sure. Go in. Go in. It's into unbelievable. The game. You are gonna, and it's so freaking intuitive. You are not gonna need to yeah. learn tutorial. What you nope. just point your club down, hit the ball. You got it. It's done. That's it. It's it, also got both is... things you want. It's got mm -hmm. regular, just like normal courses where it's all about like banking and it's just like interesting holes with like elevations. Yeah. But then it's got like the weird things where you're playing with gravity or portals or yes. things like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they I have mean... um, levels based on mist. There's a mist level. <laughs> yep. Uh, mm -hmm. It is oh, the this... actual mist island. Yeah. This is beautiful. Uh, oh James, Jim Henson's Labyrinth. It's a beautiful game. I'm telling you right now, it's a beautiful I, game. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful game. game. Mini golf, beautiful that's what game. they call it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the kind of thing I actually want from VR. Like, like, like you were saying, um, like, those bite-sized experiences that are like very tactile and intuitive that's the stuff i really want and like asgard's wrath fantastic and, and such an accomplishment but there were times when i was playing it where i was like oh i can't wait until somebody like learns what this game does well and breaks it down into like a very short like mm -hmm. sure. fun little thing like i i don't mm -hmm. want to play a hundred hour game in vr i just don't want to yeah. um it sucks <laughs> it just sucks to do that um mm -hmm. and and yeah, but whereas Walkabout Mini Golf, that's exactly the thing I want. You know, like one of my favorite VR games is like, y'all played Ragnarok? No, uh, I know no. what that, that's the drumming one. Or... Yeah, it's a rhythm game where you're on a yeah. Viking longship and you like beat the drums along to oh, like, you know, hype awesome. the ship up. And yeah. it's just, all, it's a rhythm game that's all set to like Viking metal. So you're just like, hmm. you know, pounding along to it and like so simple, so intuitive, you know, just like, great. I know exactly what to do and I pick it up cool and like that game's awesome that's the kind of vr stuff that i really click with the most yeah. usually 
the, 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 I mean, the best part about it too is like you obviously have the space that you're in, but you don't yeah. need to like move around incredibly. You don't have to, yeah. Like yeah. you just teleport to the ball. You can teleport to the ball. You don't Love have it. to get like people who do get dizzy, like not a problem. Like yeah. you're, you know, you look down, you hit the ball, and a nice little touch. Yeah, is your avatar, your mouth moves when Ooh. you're talking. Yeah. So when you're it's... looking at your the other guy's avatar, their mouth is moving when they're talking, and it's, it's just like yeah. this nice little touch that is makes it, it is even a fun more... game. Yeah. Like if you jump on it yourself, you're gonna have a good time. But like yeah. if if if, you, if we get you playing with yeah. us, like playing with your friends, and we were talking to in talking to the great. I don't want to rehash the interview. For people that have already <laughs> right. watched it, but I know. But I could about, talk about like, this forever, Tom. He was and and the comments in our Discord of like people being like, "Fine, I'm finally gonna pick up." Yeah, yep. People finally but, broke down and started playing it. But the That's the awesome. the way in which it interprets like your mannerisms and yeah, it has your mouth moving when you're talking. It does like the personality of the people you're playing with like comes across to the point where it's identifiable. Like if we were all like blank avatars, yeah. you could mm -hmm. if you knew us well you could tell like based on movements and, and stuff like who mm -hmm. is who. Yeah. It's really funny. And yeah, there's a there's a cool. minor it's level great. of like the um kind of like directional audio. So like I can tell like when Alex is like behind me talking, not necessarily like oh, yeah. you know, so like you are just automatically turning around and looking at each other when you're talking to each other and like you're pointing at things. You can use the golf club like a like a witch's broom and just fly around if you want. You just like mm -hmm. move it in the direction. But the the last thing I gotta say about this. Yes. The first time I'm playing it with Tom, we get to the first hole and we just like found a lost ball. And it turns out they have cosmetic mm. balls on every hole on every course in the game, which right now there are 23 courses. So there's like almost 400 balls in the game that ah. you can just collect and find. Oh, and yeah. I was like, man, this is amazing. It's like a scavenger hunt. I said, like, the only way this would be better if it was like a puzzle, like an escape room. Turns out every hole has a nighttime course and if you want to get a cosmetic version of your club, they have like actual like riddle puzzles like hidden around oh, the course where you can unlock yes. a themed club for each. So there's actually right now there's 46 courses because there's the daytime course Ooh. and then the night version, which they redo all of the holes and change them. So it's harder. All it's right. A, I'm putting, it's incredible. Put it on my list. It's, it on my it's, list. An, it's an incredible game. Yeah, Ooh. it took it took a while. We've been talking about it for months, and our listeners are finally starting to play because I think when you're recommending yeah. a VR game, there's a lot of inertia you have to come over because a lot of people yeah. who have headsets that don't really use them, they just don't. You know, like it's it's a lot to be like I have to go start charging this thing, and I think yeah, once you got your headset, we use it a lot. Yeah. Like, we have a um, we have another friend that I don't uh, that I don't think has ever been on the podcast, but we've talked no. about him a couple times. But he we finally convinced him after a couple times. He has a quest one. We finally convinced him to get it. And mm. after playing one time, the consistency with which he texted us to be like, are we playing mini golf tonight? You want to yep. play mini golf tonight? You want to play mini golf tonight? And then he went oh, out and man. bought a quest two because it looks better on the quest two and you can play more courses on the quest two. So, and he, he was in DC this week. That's why we haven't gotten a text from him, but I guarantee like in the next night or so, he's going to text be, us and be like, okay. yeah, golf. I mean, Alex it, was playing on a Quest One. I got him to finally play it after like oh, it Gio, took me a little story. while. I got him to play it, and he went out and <laughs> bought a PSVR two within like what, like a week? A week. Like it was wow, <laughs> system seller. They've yeah, been trying yes. to see. They've been trying to see. They're trying to seller. sell these headsets with you know with a. Uh, with what's it called with asgard's uh, wrath 2 or whatever Hori horizon but, call of the Mountain. yeah horizon which is like <laughs> fine is a totally yeah. fine yeah. game 
like people forget the Wii, the Wii okay, became the biggest console in the world because of Wii Sports. Wii Sports, yep. Sports that's, yeah. Awesome. Wii and Sports. that's what I feel this is. That's what I said to the creator. Yeah. I was like, okay. you made the Wii Sports of VR. This also, is yeah, the but game. Geo. Geo. Yes. So yes. Oh, so, here we go. Here we hold go. Hold on. So <laughs> please. Yes. So after that, okay. Yeah. A company came out with a club. Oh. That you can attach with the control to oh. the controller. And oh. you can actually, I mean, it's it's incredible. You don't hold it like I a love bat, that you bought it. You're really, you you're really you all in. Like this. Yes, you do. Well, you, well, you, you hold, hold it. The, you go down. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But I'm not going <laughs> to. But, but uh, if there's a baseball game, you can use it for that. Right. But dude, this feels great. The weight on it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it really and, and messes honestly, with your head. Honestly, when you hold it, it's incredible. It's I love this add-on. QVC it's a, it's, segment that's happening right now. <laughs> that is what's happening. <laughs> that we're is not even sponsored by them. We, I know. Yeah, we, we need to get them get to fucking yeah, we need There's to a segment once a week where one so of us is copies. like, hold on, guys, let me get this thing I got to show you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's, that sounds that sounds right up my alley. I'll definitely I'll definitely put it on the old <sighs> I mean, we, list. Look, it's Yeah, you let us know. We'll show you the ropes. I will absolutely show you the ropes. I want to know. Slater in the chat. Yeah, he said, "Sound. It sounds like a great game. Geo can spend hundreds of hours in VR in. <laughs> but See, no, hopefully, can... you shouldn't be. Uh, yeah. yeah, have the same problems. I think the most the most time I've spent like in a game in VR is like fifteen hours, and I think that was like Assassin's Creed VR, and and that's that's like the longest I could I could possibly do. Uh, that shit was good too. That's yeah, great. Just that annoyed. Game, that none of great. I, I'm just so annoyed that none of these are on the fucking VR system that I bought this year. Oops." <laughs> Yeah. Oops. Yeah, I think I'm about to go buy a Mate Quest three. Um, <laughs> great headset. Great headset. Really good headset. Then uh, I'm going to return my PS two and PSVR two. You pay return your PS two. Quest three and get a Quest three. Um, I feel like that's a good pivot point for talking about our 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 year report cards. Do we want to talk oh, about our yeah, our game report cards? Do we want to? Pull yeah. those up. Do you have them? Yeah. Because because Giovanni, you said something about okay. wanting to spend too much time in uh VR. Okay, okay. So for me on PlayStation. Oh, I see. Yes. I spent 240 hours, uh, 249 hours playing PlayStation 5. Mm. 63% of that was in VR this year. Wow. Okay. 63% with 47% of that playtime in Walkabout Mini Golf. I spent, I have over ah. 140 hours in Walkabout Mini Golf. Oh my God. <laughs> just this year? Yes. Yeah, because it came out. Wow. Uh, it's on the. Uh... For the last yeah, few months. PSVR this year, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. For the last few months, Alex and I have had tea time like three, four days a week during lunch. We take our lunch mm -hmm. breaks, we time them up, and we go play VR for it. We play golf for an hour, mm -hmm. and then we go back to work. Wow, bless mm -hmm. up. God, bless up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's see. Every do does everyone have all of them? The Xbox, PlayStation, and yeah. I don't have all. I don't have. I don't have my PlayStation one. I'm sure it's comparable to you. Yeah. Um, I have my PlayStation one up. I'll have to go through them individually and get these. I uh, it looks like I did 332 hours on PlayStation. Okay. Uh, which not not bad. Uh, but <laughs> a lot of the games that I played were just kind of like things I had to play for work. So my top mm -hmm. games are like stuff that I just don't really like. <laughs> like yeah. oh wow. Yeah. My top. What about like a Spider-Man? 
Spider-Man's up there. Like, it's, that's pretty high. That's that's the only one that I, like, really like. But my top game was, like, Final Fantasy 16, which I, I don't okay. actually like. I, like, I don't, well, I don't think it's a great game. Yeah, uh, my, I think it's my fine, number but... My number four PlayStation game is Forspoken. Which is yeah, such I, a bummer. Wow. My number my number two is Hogwarts Legacy, which oh, is no. not a game that I think is good <laughs> at all. And I did not enjoy a second of playing it. That's um, amazing. Uh, yeah. PlayStation, I have two hundred and thirty-one hours, I believe I just read. Two yeah, two hundred and thirty-one. My most played game on PlayStation was Jedi Survivor. Um, at 54 hours, which is actually a lot more than I thought I'd spent, but I guess I did a lot of side quests and a lot, like, lot doing it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that game. Wait, yeah. how many hours? 54 in Jedi. Wow. Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. 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 You do not need to spend that much time to complete. No, the <laughs> I I have 41. Yeah. In Jedi Survivor. Good fucking game, man. I'm. Yeah. It's it was a lot of fun. A, it's yeah. I, I, great game. It's such a shame that it came out in such a busy year because um, I was thinking it it didn't. Yeah, make I hard. didn't play it, didn't... it because of Zelda. I waited like I didn't, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a lot of people didn't play it because Zelda came out, and then they were just like, "Well, now there's other stuff coming it. out." And it's such a shame <laughs> because it's it's one of the best Star Wars things we've gotten in a you know in the yeah. upper echelon of the recent Star Wars stuff. It, it's yeah. up there, so that is definitely um, true. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16, I guess I, I played more hours than I thought, 35 in that, and then right behind that was uh, Spidey 2. Mm. Um, those are my top three on PlayStation. I'm apparently a thrill seeker. That's my gaming stuff. Love that. Love <laughs> you really are. I'm always saying that about you. I I, I <laughs> found you. the PlayStation wrap-up. It's like the details are good, but I they don't have like a, a zoomed-out view, which is nice, of just seeing like all of them on one card and mm-hmm. you have to have like all of these cards which mm-hmm. i thought was kind of like mm. yeah it's not it's yeah. not easy to get around at all well I'm, it says i'm a connoisseur <laughs> oh, that's then that's a that's a beautiful thing we've been saying that about you yeah. as well yeah you spent 57 percent of your game time defying conventions and playing whatever you feel like <laughs> identifying <laughs> wines sniffing <laughs> sniffing out <laughs> jeez what how do i see like my top games because I only uh, see my one, top one game. Of the, the second card, I think, is for that yeah. in the in the thing at the top. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it on my phone. Okay, so my second one is is Spider-Man, and my third yeah. one was Pistol Whip, followed by Synapse, followed by Beat Saber. So, Synapse. Wow, I mean, it really I, was VR-dominated. Yeah. Holy cow. Yes. My you got you got to justify that purchase as a long, yeah, <laughs> as an expensive headset. Chris has definitely done that. Like, if anyone's gotten their money out of uh, that VR headset, it's it's Chris. You play you play humanity? Did you play humanity on, on PSVR? I did. I did play okay. humanity. Humanity is pretty that's cool. One yeah. of my favorite games of the year. I love that game. Humanity is pretty cool. Synapse, I thought, does kind of the like action that like Asgard's Wrath, you know, like this sort of like yeah. action fighting game. It does that in a more bite size because it's. Um, run based right so like that i thought was great because it like i would go and i would do one two runs most i'd play for like 30 minutes and then i'd you know because like that that gets tiring when you're like in combat (laughs) versus when you're just you know you're playing mini golf um so here's here's my weird thing with my year in review i actually like you know it's fun to look at these things but i have one like thing that i noticed which Mm -hmm. is like kind of interesting on Xbox, I played 
234 hours. On PlayStation, I played 249 hours. And on Switch, I played 240 hours. Wow. Wow. Pretty cool. Wow. That's Pretty a lot. Equal. How weird is that? Yeah, yeah that's... It's yeah. a lot. I and played like, like 300 something on, I don't remember what I said, 300 something on PlayStation. I played 239 on Xbox. And then on my Switch, apparently I played 480 hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I can't believe this number. I cannot believe that this is the case. So I did like 230 on PlayStation. On Xbox, I did 471. Wow. I did you play a lot of Starfield. Um, and it, and it turns out I played an embarrassing amount of that game that I'm ashamed of. But basically, <laughs> when we got code, I was playing yeah. it like all day, like mm. during work yeah. and stuff. I played 153 hours of Starfield this year. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how anyone in the world could stomach that much of that game, but that's yeah. so good. I'm so glad for um, you. Well, according, according yeah. to my. 2023 year in review for xbox yeah right, here we go my total time played yeah here we go total? was 2314 yep. hours wow Alex, do you only do you mostly off. play on xbox it's because i don't turn my shit off so okay. it stayed on uh because i think i think i left i think you gotta i fix those Master settings chief collection on for like days <laughs> day like weeks probably that's beautiful you got to uh, keep these settings. They're keeping those servers open just for you. They're like someone yeah. loves this game. Someone loves this game. <laughs> but I but I will say this like my other like right after Starfield Diablo 4 uh 78 mm. hours in that one cuz Brooke, <laughs> Brooke and I were playing that like every night for that month it came out. Very Destiny 2 73 hours this year like my top 3 games on Xbox are long each of them is longer than the amount i spent on my top playstation games so yeah that's I, wild. I played a lot of xbox this year okay that's wild yeah my biggest so my... games on xbox are jedi halo and alan wake those are my top three mm. yeah mine are um, starfield armored core and like a dragon oh, nice. Ishin. how many how many hours did you wow. put in starfield of uh, 40 i mean like i i got to One the end of that game and i was like I tried to play more, and I was like, "This is the most boring video game on earth." After you beat it, and I just can't. I like can't just walk around this planet that has copied and pasted assets from another oh, planet that I saw. Yeah. Like, what an absolutely ruthlessly so boring experience after you beat it. Oh it's uh, the, the, the one of the we won't get to it in news because it's a very light news story. But like, apparently, the mods that made the multiplayer for Skyrim. Mm-hmm. They oh have, I saw that yeah they yeah. canceled making that mod for Starfield Ooh. because they said it's just too boring and I'm like <laughs> yeah. man when the mods when like your diehard Ooh. mods are saying that the game's too boring oh. um yeah but my my time with it like for the most part like I ended up because I was very high on the game when our review came out I was like, I remember on the yeah. higher end. But it was only because I'd somehow managed to play all the good stuff. And then when <laughs> and then after the review came out, I was like, all right, I should probably finish the campaign. And the more I played through the campaign and like just was doing random side stuff, I was like, oh, this is a slog. It's, it's a drag. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. such a drag. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I do like it. And I think there's really impressive stuff about it. But like I cannot imagine playing that game for more than 30 to 40 hours. Like it just it's. Oh, ruthless at some point. 
does that does sucks. everyone can everyone tell what their most played game was because i thought mine would be zelda but i think it actually might be walkabout minka I, I think Zelda and like Starfield are like neck and neck for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say I I don't have my PlayStation one, so, but I'm gonna say it's probably that. But Zelda is over 200 for me. Oh, oh wow. then it's probably not Alex. It's probably Zelda. Oh, yeah. I got 219 hours. My first game of 2023. I gotta check mine. This is so sad. My first game of 2023 on on Nintendo was Nintendo Switch Sports, which is such uh, a shame that that game just mm. wasn't. We sports it just didn't yeah. feel right it didn't click no, it, didn't it just didn't click, click. yeah mm. yeah uh, zelda looks like it was my most played game this year but i don't have my my steam deck stats or my pc stats mm, yet sure. so i'm sure there's i think that's where most of my playtime yeah is after tears of the kingdom at 219 hours both super mario bros wonder and pikmin yep. 4 both 44 hours for me nice and then only like less than 20 hours in mario rpg I got to get some time back in on uh, Walkabout because I'm slightly higher on Zelda. I'm at 160. <laughs> I got to get a couple more hours in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my top one for Switch is obviously Tears of the Kingdom, but it it, it was beaten by Starfield. That's uh, wild. 116 that hours in Tears Yeah, of I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, that um, <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe after that because we were we play the, the new courses. And then Sea of Stars is actually my oh, third sea place one, yeah, which sure. yeah. is a game that honestly, the more I play of it, the more impressed I am with it. It's it mm. it adds yeah. it adds uh new layers, new characters, the story goes in directions that I didn't expect it to as well. Um yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy that game. I, I dropped it after nine hours. I I was enjoying it and then I hit a point where I was like I think I hit a point where it was like, there are zombies and pirates. And I was like, I'm not fucking four years old. I'm done. <laughs> like, I just, oh I God. felt so pandered to, like, I just felt like it was like, oh, you're a gamer. You like, like zombies and pirates. It's, and it's I'm like, I'm an adult. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, We've I'm sure ninjas. it gets great. I'm sure it gets great. I'm sure it continues to be great. It just felt a little like I wasn't nostalgic enough for what it was trying to do. I just don't have nostalgia for anything. And I was like, I this feels like it's just not for me, and that's fine. So, it, yeah, but, but I like I like what I played of it. But it's it's interesting for me because I don't necessarily have nostalgia for it, but I've had a desire to, you know, get into and play these games that I miss, like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, and it just like it does such a good job modernizing them. Like the mechanics are so solid that it can yeah, Chrono it can Trigger scratch is still that really itch. Good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's like Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I, I think ultimately, like you, you would. I mean, I've never, I've never like gotten far into it, but you know, from everything I've seen, like the story and all that is, is, is better. Um, mm. but just like, yeah, just like uh, sometimes you can hate getting into like combat and turn based yeah. stuff, and yeah. with yeah. this, it's exciting to 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 get into into the battles they're actually like a, an enjoyable feature rather than like a roadblock yeah. uh so that's that's why i like like that one um but yeah so zelda unfortunately lost out to starfield which so makes this for me a terrible sad. Game for video games yeah yeah it's kind of sad yeah it's yeah. sad that is that is yeah that's really sad yeah <laughs> pour one out um unless anyone has anything else to talk about with that i do want to speak a little bit about 
some of the games we played this week. Yes, please, please. So, well, first of all, we had a little boys' night this weekend. We had a boys' night. We did. It was... We did. We did. It was very nice. It Gio, we'll only... have to get you in on the next boys' night. When we, I know. Uh, I, I, I would love to have Gio in on boys' night. You got to yeah. have walk. I'll get, you got to have walk about mini golf. I'll yeah. get walk about mini golf. I promise. I just right. added I, you on I Discord because I was like, I need a okay. way to be able to yeah. to get walk Gio. about mini golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should. We should definitely do that. Um, we had a boys' night. A real uh, one, because Alex Alex doesn't game late, and you went to bed at no, 2 a.m. No, I, I went to bed at 2 a.m. because, Gio, what we did was, okay, we started off in VR, right? Okay, yeah. But we ended up in Fortnite. And of course, as I all things. Played, and, I hadn't yeah. played Fortnite in a very long time. <laughs> so when I got into Fortnite and I jumped into the game, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is not <laughs> the game that I remember this being. Something has happened. I think I, even said that. Of I think Alex I even said just that getting through the menu. Yeah, I, the menu. I think I had. I think I said something to the effect of like, "What has this game become? Like, yes. what what has happened? <laughs> what has happened here?" Um. Anyway, so we eventually ended up on this one hundred roomed escape room thing. Oh, so okay. like every single room had like a little puzzle that you had to solve to get to the next room. Right. And there were like a hundred of them. And we start. I don't know when we started. Maybe at midnight. But it like very it to be like, like forge escape rooms from like Halo Three and Halo. Oh, like, cool! That's really cool. So yeah. like someone designed it, someone made it, and we did the whole thing. So it was like twelve thirty, and I'm like, oh, we're only like twenty levels. All right, I'll stick it out for a little bit longer. And then it became like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm not leaving. I got we got to finish. Yeah, this. we had to finish it. <laughs> so we we did finish it, and it was awesome. I had a great time. It was uh, so much it fun. Was we so played much. together for thirty five rooms, and then wow, Alex oh, right. got ahead anarchy. of us. Yeah, and that was it. That, that was it. Then, then it was insisted. every man for himself, yeah. and it was yeah. a battle. That was, yeah. it was, it was um, <laughs> amazing. Like how late it had become, but we insisted in not helping each other. Yeah. And then as soon as we ended up, we got to kind of like a point where we naturally ended up all in the same room. And then we, I feel like the last twenty five, because we were able to all work together. We we blew right through, yeah. through. Uh, yeah. but there was a good chunk in the middle where there was a great there was a great moment where, um, like basically we're all lockstep. So like Tuna's ahead, I'm in the room right behind him, and Chris is right behind him. And I go into the room where Tuna is, and I just oh, yeah. see the Tuna has somehow turned into like a little briefcase and just like scooting under an opening in the side. That was like Tuna's a briefcase. <laughs> uh, that must have broken your brain because yeah, you'd never, like, we'd never played like prop hunt before, yeah, so I you didn't, didn't know, know you could do that. that yeah, you could just like turn into like objects that are in the room. So mm. that would have melted my brain if I walked into the room and just so, saw him turn into it was a briefcase. So fucking funny. Um, uh, so there is yeah. so wait so Fortnite. There are the three new modes now, right? Right, that Epic Games yes, has has made itself played. Right, there's there's Lego Fortnite. There's there's Rocket Racing by Psyonix, and there's there's Fortnite Festival by Harmonix. What what do you what do you guys think of these modes? Which one do you like? Are there any you don't like? I, I'm so curious. I, I actually demoed these before they came out, like oh, last yeah. Monday at a, at an event in New York. Um, and I've been digging into them like now that they're actually out, and uh, I'm I'm so curious to see what the consensus is on them because I have thoughts on some of them. What's the third? There's Rocket Race and there's Lego. What's the other one? Fortnite Festival, the Harmonix music mode. Thing. Oh, I haven't touched that. It's I bad. haven't touched that one. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Does, is anyone has anyone touched it here? Yeah, I I I I would say it's funny how I've been seeing like people enjoying that one because I'm like without having the instruments like yeah. just doing it on the controller is not fun uh, yeah um, it, i mean there's a so little fun, fun to be had i enjoy you know like today i picked up uh the the Raphael tm and T teenage mutant ninja turtle skin and i was playing uh nine inch nails you know um and so i was like okay there's some fun to be had but i do think that's my least favorite um I think the the best one, and mostly because I feel like it's the most complete of the three, is the racing. Agreed. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. Yeah. the racing was fun. The racing is really fun. really fun. Reminds I'm me of Trackmania. Surprised how good mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, the racing uh, yeah. was a lot of fun. I that's the one I've been gravitating towards, and I I love it. I've been playing the hell out of Rocket Racing. Yeah. I think it's like so. The races are so quick. Um, mm -hmm. they're they're so tense because like they're so speed based and you can catch up. So like I've yeah. had races where like I have finished at the same split second as another race, wow. like yeah. tied mm -hmm. first and second, same split second, and I was like, that's awesome. Um, for me, it's like the 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 first game that really feels like oh somebody made an F zero game, like a really like mm -hmm. speed yeah, based arcade racers that yeah, don't have yeah. like item mechanics yeah yeah like skill based speed based yeah. all yeah. like you know your your mastery of just like turning and also just like having that weird anti-gravity like multiple paths yep. thing that that you can have really great i also I'll, I'll also say this about it um one thing that i don't care about with fortnite is the one thing that everyone loves about it which is like i don't care about seeing 100 ip in the game i think it's like sure, funny uh... for a second to be like Oh, I. The, but what if I you were driving the Batmobile? What if you were driving now? If I was driving the Batmobile, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. No, but like eventually but, that'll happen. <laughs> but yeah. like you know, pe people are like sharing these videos where it's like, oh, we're playing the music mode, and like here's Peter Griffin, and like here's the alien, and I laugh yeah. for like a second, and I'm like, but that's not game. <laughs> you know, no, that's yes. just like seeing a thing you know. And yeah. so I've never connected. I've never yeah, and I've never connected with Fortnite as much as other people because of that, because I feel like yep. so much of the enjoyment is like. Haha, <laughs> I know that thing. And I'm like, I don't care. Um, and rocket racing I love because that's just not part of it, because you're just cars. Yeah. And like you can have your avatar be whatever character, but like the game, like the only thing that that draws you to it is the fact that it's a fun racer. Yep. And that's it. And I yeah. love that about it. It's so simple and and just like so enjoyable. You, and I don't, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I couldn't you, agree more. You, Chris, bringing up uh items is is interesting because I was thinking about it. I was like, I think the reason I do like it is that um i hate racing uh, it in racing games where it's you get in first and no one's getting close to you or you're stuck in the back and you like you can't get anywhere and that's why i love mario kart so much because it can totally shift yeah mario kart's great but it uses yeah. items to make mm -hmm. that happen right like the blue shell and the mm -hmm. the all this stuff mm -hmm. this rocket racing is like yeah you have to be perfect with like the yeah. drifting yeah. And like ha when you to use the boost and like picking all these moments and chance isn't going to win this game for you. You have no, to get good at, at this game. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of good. some of my favorite racers. <laughs> Alex and I like grew up playing like, uh, you know, San Francisco Rush and Rush 2 oh, in yeah, 2049. Rush. And literally, Rush. I can't remember the last time I played an arcadey racer that felt like that. Because mm. the second they got, you know, like another generation ahead, everyone tried to make their cars feel real. And stop caring about the racing part being fun. Or if they're doing the arcadey thing, they're throwing in items like blur and shit like that. And it was kind of like, yeah. 
where's my pure racing arcade the, game the only was, other one that's why i said trackmania because that's the last one i can remember yeah. the yeah. only other one that i feel recently i i really like the hot wheels unleashed i didn't end yeah up that was that was pretty cool too but i i enjoyed this more yeah i think this is yeah, like yes. a better racing game yes um psionics yeah. really really great developer i mean like you you forget yeah. that rocket league is like oh, a really really I was really good video game <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm not alone on this but like you could go back five years and i literally was still saying I want them to just take this game and make a game called Rocket Racing. Like I've said that before on this podcast, <laughs> and I don't know why it took them like building it into Fortnite to make it. But like, well, it's they here, got bought so out fun. by Epic and put yeah. on that project. So, um, yeah. And then the the Lego one, I don't know if Tuna's played Lego, no. but me and Chris no, we have didn't go into it, and yeah. I've I've played quite a bit more. I enjoy it. I think, um, and I think this is a consensus that a lot of people are coming to, is that it's probably a, a Fortnite Festival, the music one aside. I think it's like way more incomplete than Rocket Racing is. Um, there's a lot of, uh, I, I enjoy the fact that it's quite simple and like the building mechanics are fun. Um, but there's not a ton of stuff to do beyond just like upgrading. And once you start running out of those things, Mm. um it just feels like there's a lot that needs yeah. to be added but there's a lot of promise there and like out of survival games of i find it very hard to get into them but this is the one that has reminded me of valheim too right yeah yeah the thing that yeah, i want sure. from it is the thing you have to build towards which is the unfortunate part which is the like creating weird things like i'm playing Tears of the Kingdom, of the kingdom right? which is yeah. like, that's the thing I want from that. And I don't know why it doesn't just like, uh, if there's like a create mode in it, there is like, there is, there, and I yeah, might just is. screw around yeah. with that. Cause that's yeah. what I want. I just you want can... to snap things together with Lego yeah. and yeah. play with physics. You you can, when you create the world, it asks, do you want to do survival or sandbox? Yeah. And with sandbox, you just get everything. And yeah. So then I'm want. probably going to on my own server, yeah. just do a sandbox. Cause that's what I want to do. When I saw people making little airships that looked like they came straight from tears of the kingdom. I'm like, all right, that's, <laughs> that is what I'm here for. This is why I'm yeah. opening this game up is to do that. So that's sick. I, I can't, I had so much fun with it. I'm excited. I liked just browsing the like random custom game stuff in Fortnite. Mm. Um we played prop hunt. Someone made like a replica of uh the house from game. uh Home Alone. Oh. And Tom and I were like playing prop hunt. So like you get a little prop gun and you can basically point it at other props within the house and outside the house and then you turn into that and then you go and hide and stand still and then the the seekers have to come and try and like find everyone like mm -hmm. who's pretending to be a friend and like that was a really fun game to yeah play. and it was like a exact one-to-one -one replica of the it was home amazing. Alone house like yeah. amazing and tu tuna tuna's a big home alone fan and i was like i bet you mm -hmm. tuna could know his way around this map like without <laughs> even thinking oh yeah possible um geo so what do you think of the lego one i'm curious about um, your thoughts on that one i i think like i think the creation suite in it is amazing i think like the fact that they're i, I when i talked to them they said like something like 10,000 bricks like real bricks that they have replicated it's like yeah they i mean it's it's expansive it's really expansive hmm. like the game part of it is boring like i tried to yeah. do the like oh i'm gonna like do the game and and build stuff up and as soon as i realized it was just like okay now you unlocked a new recipe make the thing i was kind of like eh um i think if i was playing yeah. it like in a server with friends like i've played minecraft before that would be fun but at the end of the day it's 
clearly for kids. Like it's clearly yeah. a toy, a mm-hmm. toy box, and that's yeah. that's it, and a digital toy box. And I think that's awesome. Um, I think like there's a good reason that people gravitated towards it, and it's like more popular than the the battle royale for now. Um, but I'm it's 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 something I recognize isn't for me, and I'm I'm really glad that kids have it because I think it's like buying a bunch of Legos is very expensive right like mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's just really really expensive and the fact mm-hmm. that you can have all of that and and build the stuff and then like you know if you make something in Fortnite and you're like oh i'm really interested in it um it's a good way to fuse digital and physical toys um and and i respect what it is a lot um i i think it you know i i hope it just has a lot of kids you know uh inspired to be creative and whatnot and and make things in the same way that kind of like um the minecraft did yeah um but yeah it's not something i'm gonna play <laughs> but did like, you mess around with create mode like not, or no not really okay. i you know both times that i played it i kind of like started from all right i'm gonna like start a new world i'm gonna jump into yeah. it um you know see and and then as soon as it was kind of like eh, it's just hitting a bunch of rocks i was kind of like yeah you yeah. know this isn't this isn't quite my thing because that that uh, the idea if the create mode works the way it should, which like in yeah. Minecraft you can just do anything and like like you can just like you don't have to worry about dying, you can just delete things, yeah. you don't have to like break them. Like if I can mm. just use any piece like to my heart's extent and just build things in create mode, then yeah. that will be something I will play a lot with. If I can't, then I'm probably I, only from everything I understand, you you will be able you will That's, be able to. Yeah. I have to do yeah I have to try that. I'll have to do it. Yeah. Report back. Let you know next back. week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to do that. That sounds cool yeah. though. Um, how does everybody feel about taking a quick five? Otherwise, you can keep talking. I just got to go grab something to drink and get my cat food. Um, I was going to talk about the finals. Did you want to be around for that? I can miss Chat? that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Alex can cover can that. That it was fun. Go- oh, Alex can cover it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I played quite a bit of the finals. Um, more we we played a bit that night. Uh, the the night. Uh, mm-hmm. boys night um but i played i've been playing more since and there is some fun things that i did not know was in this game so when we were playing i didn't we i yes. texted i texted the guys but i was like mm-hmm. oh the kind of like telekinesis mechanic that you used to pick up the vault have you played any uh geo yeah, uh, uh, yeah i played like an hour of it okay. the other night yeah so the te- the telekinesis you can use to p- pick up the vault you right. can use on like the explosive barrels and like the toxic oh, barrels I didn't and that. shoot them like mm. propel them so that that really changes up the the game because it's obviously all about like the destruction and then um there are alternate variations of mm. the maps so there's one that's meant to be like set in like a vegas type arena yeah another one and then there's a version of that where a sandstorm has come in, so the whole map is under sand dunes. That's neat. And so, mm. like, um, one the tallest building previously, like to get up, the way you get up is you're climbing up sand dunes. So there was that, and then there was one that was, um, you know how uh, they insert uh, variations, um, like gameplay, like switch ups. So it'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, we just turned low gravity on, or yeah. um, we did insta kill. I was playing. I was actually playing on that map with the sand dunes, and it was like alien invasion has started. And I was like, alien invasion? What? 
so I ran outside and there were three UFOs over the map and they hmm. would drop a bunch of bombs on an area to like completely decimate it. And right. then they would um, use uh, like a ray to slowly like levitate everything underneath that cone. So all of the rubble and all the players were being That's like pulled up cool. into the hmm. air. And um, so there's like a bunch of like things like that, which bring a, a another level to it. Um, but, but yeah, in all been, seriousness, I've been enjoying, how I've been long? Quite a bit. How long do you think this game lasts? A year, two? I no, Perhaps. I actually, I actually think that. I mean, it's it's hard to say because it's like, well, even the big players in the live service space are struggling. I mean, mm -hmm. we'll even get to the fact that like Naughty Dog couldn't even make it happen. Um, right. You know, so it's one of those things where it's like, look, the odds are really stacked against you. That being said, I do think it brings something fresh and unique to the live service space. You know, I was telling them uh, when we were playing, I was like, it just is so nice to not play a new shooter that is not like a fucking battle royale or like some yeah. like variation or an extraction shooter. Like it's more I mean, it's kind of, a... of an extraction shooter. <laughs> yeah, but in, in a way that is more like you playing a, like team deathmatch, you know, right. in Halo versus mm. like, spending half an hour to 45 minutes in a match like struggling to survive scrounging all this crap um so yeah. i i think it has the potential to there are so many life service games that come out and i'm like oh my god i feel terrible because i just know that this is not going to be around yeah. um you know in even a few months you know like potentially this is one where i'm like I don't I'm not going to say it's a guarantee like this is going to be a, a, a shooter that goes on for years and years and years. But I do think it has more of a chance of that than like it failing immediately. Um, it's okay. it's consistently held numbers since launch. And, and I think those numbers have actually like have increased in spots. So I do think it has potential, but it, it the odds of it. The, the if the industry is telling us anything it's that it's got a big uphill b battle i i think there's yeah. also blood in the water with just like call of duty modern warfare 3 not being very good and yeah. i think people are starting to get frustrated with that and the fact that finals is like a shooter for people who love shooters that has like you know it's gimmicks and and whatever um but but and it's really like the best of gimmicks. the best yeah. of the battlefield team you know like yeah. it's all of the people that made the good battlefield games um and obviously like it has the destruction of bad company which i mean yeah. i'm a i'm a bad company two boy through and through um so yeah yeah um i i need to play it more i i enjoyed the matches i played but i definitely like had trouble finding the rhythm of it um, and I don't know if it was just because, like, the starter weapons are kind of bad and you have to grind to to get the good ones. Um, but I, I started to find my footing a little bit more when I was playing as, like, the heavy and, and barreling through walls and really, like, you know, blowing a hole underneath <laughs> a safe so that I can get it down to steal something. Yeah. Um, that's when I started clicking with it. Um, yeah. But I noticed, like, it feels like people have a really hard time doing the objectives. And, like, people always have the hard time doing the objectives <laughs> in games. Like, they never do them. But, like, the the UI, just, like, to find them is so small that, like, I don't blame people. Like, I couldn't oh, figure out what the, where the hell I was going at any given sure. point. And I was, like, not... Like, I've yet to do a round where, like, my team gets a point. You know? Because, oh, like... Wow. Sure. We did pretty nobody, well. Nobody... 
yeah nobody nobody knows you know what what to do um but i we but i like well the idea man. oh yeah i feel like we did well now hearing that <laughs> uh, yeah no you, i'm sure i'm sure y'all killed yeah. it yeah, yeah, once you once you once I mean, I you thought we get... sucked, but we did all right. <laughs> I was initially having a tough time with it because I when I started playing it, I was still playing uh Avatar from Tears of Pandora, sure. which I thoroughly enjoyed. And the best thing about that game is like the movement, right? Mechanics yeah, and like everything. So I was having a tough time because that game is so much about running and leaping and timing your jump to mantle onto things and all this. So I was trying to get used to that. So you do have to get used to that. And then, yeah, you're right in terms of the game's meta opens up and the idea of how you play opens up way more when you use the destruction to your advantage of like, I don't have to climb to the top of this building to get to the vault. I can destroy the foundations of it and bring it crashing down. Like um, there was one match where my team that I was playing with we're defending a spot and no one was getting close to us. I was like, we've got this in the bag. And then suddenly the fucking floor drops out from under yep. us. And like it was so, the whole building is like teeter tottering and like we're sliding everywhere. And the vault is going from like floor to floor and like it goes down and there's one team on the floor below and they start stealing it. But then it slides down to the next and the next team goes in. So it's one of those things as well where it gets so much more enjoyable when you understand like how to use that to your advantage and yeah. how people may use it against you. So yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see yeah. how that one goes. I hope it does well. I hope it does well. It's, it's a cool, it's a cool idea for a game. Um, I need to, I need to give it another shot, but I also like for live service games. I know it's always like, Oh, it's so sad that this game shut down. I'm fine with a lot of them shutting down <laughs> and like having their like year of being fun and being done. It obviously sucks that they go away because it's a preservation issue and that that stinks. Um, right. But like, I you know like uh, games. I just wish they didn't season. have to <laughs> die the way they do. Yes, In the past, agreed. you could have just made a game and sold it, and yep. then like you know you'll put out DLC for it, and like people can play it for years to come. And now yep. it's like it's a live service game, and if it dies, it dies, and it's gone. Ye- yeah, that, like, that, that's I, the one thing I liked about about the the way that Knockout City ended. Uh, that's what felt, I was just thinking of. Yeah, Ducks. it felt way that, that game was like, great. It I was great, game. and I and it. I'm sure that they would have liked to have continued it beyond where it lasted, but they were like, "Hey, we're we're building new stuff. Like we're we're ready to let this go and and use what we've learned to build the next thing." And um, it's that seemed to have way more of a uh, of a more natural death than just like oh the rug's been pulled on i think they made it us. so you could still play each other if you're on pc i think console it breaks because of the servers mm-hmm. but i think on pc they made it so it can work like peer-to-peer or something like that like you can search for people and i think they said they didn't have a way for to work on uh splitgate had a nice splitgate had a nice ending too where they were like hey we really just want to start working on a new game and like we're going to leave this game up and people can play it and we're going to add an infinite battle pass where like you can mm. constantly get like new skins and rewards and whatever or coins um but you know we we just want to make a new game that takes all the learnings from this and they're making puts it into like a better another game. split gate right is that correct they're they're they haven't said exactly what it is but they were like it will be It'll have portals and it'll have guns. That's okay. that's pretty much what I'm saying right. about it. All so right. it's mm. it's Splitgate. Um, because they were trying to like build that game from the inside out. They like started as a small game, then it got big, and then they were like, we're gonna make it a triple A game from the inside. And then they were like, we can't actually do this. We have to make a new game. And it was like, okay, cool, yeah, great. I had fun playing it for like a year, and I'm happy to move on because there are too many games. 
Yep, what was yeah. that one? What was that one live service game we played, Tom? Hyper something or other? Hype Escape, out? dude. Oh, hey, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. The, 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 I think we played that for like one day. I yeah, think everyone played it for one day. That that game what was is wrong the, with it. It was just the epitome of all the bad stuff we've been talking about. Of like them chasing the battle royale. Yeah. It had but some. It, it, it had, had a some... sick aesthetic though. That was the only thing. The, the it looked was like cool. Tron. The um, I think it had. I mean, it was like a high movement, right? Like yeah. it was kind of like finals of like yeah. your running, jumping, vaulting, sliding around. Um, it had some cool ideas, but it just was so very clearly like I, Ubisoft trying to cash in on the battle yeah, royale. We've trend. got one of those. Yeah, and so it didn't. It didn't have. It didn't feel like it had any character. Like it felt. Yeah. It felt so like by the numbers battle royale. Um, there, there was some cool things about it, but yeah, it died so quickly, so yeah. fucking quickly. But not as quick as one of the games in our news stories. <laughs> well, before we do news, really quick, Alex and I played one other oh. new game. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Over eighty games played for the year based on my stats now, which nice. is quite quite a lot. But uh, Alex, want to tell him about the game we played today? So we played We Were Here Friendships Edition. <laughs> so We Were Here is that puzzle game that Chris and I have been playing. The series of co-op playing escape for room. years. It's, yeah, oh, cool. co-op escape room. So we've played three or four so far. Four and now them, we're yeah. yeah. And now we're in like this last, well, not the last, but they, they uh, came out with like a $4 quick oh, okay. version. Yeah, mm. it's so called it's The like, Friendship. Right, the friendship. So it's like Got three it. puzzles, but the puzzles are actually pretty fucking hard. Yeah. And you're rated on how well you've done the puzzle. So there's bronze, silver, and gold ratings. I won't give too much away, but uh for anyone who is interested in playing, I don't want to spoil anything like Tom always spoils everything. But um, so we have gotten two bronzes and a and a and we haven't completed the third puzzle yet. So uh now wow. okay. We're gonna have to go back and try to get the golds because I will not settle for well bronze. so we did <laughs> We did complete the third puzzle. We got silver. And when you complete the puzzle, like it, it's themed like an amusement park. Like you're like mm. on it's a small world. Like that's right. the ship and you're going from like puzzle to puzzle and like an amusement park. When you when you get bronze, silver, gold, you get a ticket that comes out of like a ticket machine. And then you like feed it in to move on to the next one. If you pass, you get the bronze, silver, gold ticket. We had failed so many times on the one we were just playing that when we finally got silver, I just out of habit grabbed the ticket and put it into the retry machine. Oh <laughs> so no! After we finally beat it, we finally beat it. We had kept dying oh. at this one part so many times, and Alex is like, "What the fuck did you just?" Oh, <laughs> that's brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rude. I felt I felt bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt bad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not funny though. Game sounds really think- cool though. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's, it's great. A lot of fun. It's fantastic. Yeah, you have, if you have a friend, because you really, you only need one. I'll yeah, find. I'll, 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 I'll get on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find. I'll find one. If you have, if you <laughs> have one, if you have, uh, you know, two friends, no good. Okay, yeah. just one. Well, that's good. I probably only have one. I'll because a lot out. of a lot yeah. of the puzzles are like one person's in one room and one person's in another, and so like sometimes you're working together, or sometimes it's like you have to do something for the other person to be able to get through. Mm-hmm. so like you do have to like cooperate but you don't always be able to see what the other person's seeing so you're describing it, it to each other it would be a perfect game to play with my girlfriend if she was capable of doing puzzle games but as she has told me many times quote i am not a shape rotator 
That's what she always says. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, I was like, I don't know what that means. And what she about... had to explain that whole meme to me. And I was like, okay. What about there was what? So there was one puzzle in the last game, which was like one of my favorite puzzles where we we had to um, translate a sort of like giant squid monster underwater and it was speaking to us. And so I'd hear the sounds. Oh, but yeah. then Alex had a like book that had all these different words that would play sounds. So yeah. then I would have to try and because I'd hear what the squid said, I'd have to try and make that noise to Alex. So then he, based on my replication <laughs> of it, would listen to what the translations were. And he'd be like, was it or was it? Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, like, like it was <laughs> the weirdest thing I've ever done. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun, though. That. It was great. So um, if she's a voice. If she's a voice rotator. No, <laughs> no, probably not. But I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make it work. What one, uh, one last thing to uh, the anecdote about Fortnite that I was so funny in the moment. You know, speaking to Fortnite's cultural, like just dominance that it's had. Yeah, there is nothing speaks more to that than us playing Tuna, having not played it in forever. <laughs> And, you know, I don't know how he's going to feel about this statement, but Tuna is the most adult friend I have in terms of <laughs> he's got the house, he's got the baby. Sure, yeah, you yeah. Know, he's, uh, he, him and his wife do very well. They don't, you know, they're, they're definitely doing a lot better than I think most people my age are. It, it, Tuna took one look at someone else with their Goku skin and went, I want to be Goku. <laughs> and I was like, that's how that's Fortnite, Fortnite. Gets you. That's yeah. Fortnite right there. <laughs> it does. So, it. I, I forgot about that. And then that I was threw also... my Goku skin on after, and he was, uh, yeah. That was also at the same yeah. time because we, we were in the uh, remake Squid of Squid Game. Game and he yeah, goes, like, Squid Game. There's like voice work in it and stuff. He goes, How'd they get this in here? How'd they make this? And then the voiceover starts and he goes, Who recorded that? How'd they get that <laughs> voice in here? This... It's a great and question. Like, how do they make it? I was them? like, How do we explain game development to someone who's been talking about video games <laughs> once a week on a podcast for almost eight years? I don't really know how to navigate this conversation, Alex. <laughs> no, so but funny. when I saw Goku, I was like, I'm going to have to pull the trigger. I really want to be Goku. <laughs> that, was, that was me when I saw it. When they added John Cena to the game, I was like, wait, no, okay. am I going to be a well, Fortnite Wait, hold on. Now? So th there was another. So we, we were in the Fortnite, when we were in the Squid Game, like, waiting arena or area, some people were just, like, dancing to uh, shout. So they were like, yeah, yeah. get up and shout now. And then I walk over, and it says hit X to dance with them. So I uh -huh. did. And I'm dancing. My guy's dancing. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. This the only way this would be better is if I were Goku. If, if I were, then it yeah. would. Yes. Then it would be, the, be perfect. Tom, Tom's all might, and he's on a Segway. And I was where'd you get that Segway? <laughs> I'm like, Tuna's about to uh, refinance the house to get some V bucks. That's that's then the danger. That's the danger of it. You showed him the Halo Warthog. He goes, how'd they get that in here? <laughs> Like, like, that's, like they had to like yeah, take yeah. it out of the Halo yeah. and put it into. Yeah. The they had to import it. They had to import it from Halo. That's so fucking funny. I did. That's I did great. ask that. I did say, "How'd they get that warthog in here?" Oh, Toby, wanted to cover some news real quick. Yeah, we'll we'll speed through it. Yeah, um, yeah. Speed demon.
Let's hear it. Uh, this week, everything has been cancelled. The days before has been cancelled. The Last of Us multiplayer has been cancelled, and E3 has been cancelled. Uh, yes, yeah, so the day the days before this was a game that came out uh, last week. Um, it's had some shady kind of development around it. The workforce might be volunteer based. It might be reusing assets. It might be stealing animations from other games. It comes out. It. It They're taken donations, but they haven't sent that money anywhere. Oh, right. Yes. The jury, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no. Uh, well, they kept insisting. They were like, we took no money beforehand. We didn't do a Like, we no, take yeah, no yeah. money. We All this. But, uh, yeah, so the game came out. It got terrible, uh, terrible both reviews and then... Which game is like this? Steam. It's called The, the Day Days Before. Before. I, I heard one, this was like a bait. Day. I heard it was like a bait and switch. Yeah. No, it's what it sounds before. like. Okay. Day before. Yeah, it it uh it had a very troubled production history to the point that like any but like nobody should have been surprised by this yeah. because mm. this was the same game where they didn't register like the trademark for the name of the game and at some point they delayed it because they were like, oh, we can't call the game the day before anymore because someone bought the like trademark of that from, under uh, weather us. app from korea like had right. the trademark or something yeah and then like they kept like mysteriously pushing it back and like not really showing stuff about it and then it would be like yeah it's coming out and then they'd be like just kidding we're delaying it again and it like at some point became clear that there was something wrong with it and i think like mm -hmm. i i years ago was like oh this game's a scam and then when it came out in the state that it was in which apparently was incredibly busted to the point of being like I mean, IGN, the their first Game one out of one. ten review in in a decade, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was like, I was I was not surprised. I remember people were asking me, they were like, "Oh, we just got code for this. Are you guys reviewing it?" And I was like, "We're absolutely not reviewing it because it's absolutely not a game that's real." And sure enough, it <laughs> was not a game that was real. Yeah. So that came out, I think, Thursday last week, and then Monday yeah. of this week, the studio said we're shutting down. Uh, yeah, big surprise. Uh, Doesn't wow. sound like they were really up. Yeah. I, I think there's a tax scam happening there that we're yeah. going to find out about. Yeah. So apparently, some Russian oligarch had some money to move around. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like it is it it has funding from a Russian publisher. Um, they are supposedly well, esports and scam be... video games. They love Russian and Saudi Arabian money. That's just how those things go hand in hand. That's just that, they're supposedly <laughs> refunding everyone. Uh, there's also been like some shit with like. Maybe they reverted their studio name back to their, their original name, and that they're gonna try and continue to like do development, but they've insisted that they're really shutting down. It's really fucking skeevy. Um, yeah. So yeah, this. Game... But who are you trying to like make feel good about this? No one gives a shit. Like you know, like all right, goodbye, mm. see ya. Like yeah, you know. no, this is not. <laughs> Guys, this don't is worry, we'll different. be back. We're gonna figure this out. Like, who are you talking this is, to? Well, I don't think it was even like that. I think it was more like under the radar. Thing. Yeah, but th there's so much information around there right now. But yeah, this is very different from all of the like studio, the other studio closures that have happened this year. This is like a no, like you deserve this. Deserve you deserve this to happen to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So yes, that got canceled. Um, the the Last of Us multiplayer game, um, which has been in development for years, uh, has been fully canceled. This has been long rumored to like not be happening, right? But we finally got confirmation from Naughty Dog. They basically said that we either had to become this had to be all we did, or 
like we ha had to drop it so we could focus on our other games and we decided to do that which is obviously the smart move for that studio yeah, absolutely um, when you said this had to be all we did i'm like is that another game like yeah, the day before the, the last of us this the, had to be all, all we, we did, did. like this yeah. had to be all we did yeah that's pretty good um they they confirmed that they're working on multiple single player projects that it's been you know rumored that last of us three is in development along with something something yeah. else it's just a shame that you know i i i uh aftermath luke plunkett on aftermath had a great uh article that was basically like the game that never should have been gets canceled like why did you even start this project and i do agree to with him to some extent i just wish that it didn't have to be we either do a multiplayer game or we don't do a multiplayer game or it's like a massive live service project like yeah, right why can't it just be like a fucking like walkabout mini golf something like yeah well last of us walkabout course would be so sick oh it'd be um, so good that would be really be amazing sick. um yeah because the factions mode was great in the first one and and, it, and expand something that expands on that i didn't need it to be this thing that has a battle pass and i'm coming back to do challenges every day like it just needed to be a, like a multiplayer like if they'd made like a 30 dollar multiplayer game that was like a more standalone version of expansions from from the first game that would have been awesome but how many yeah. people were like really counting on that game anyway though like i feel like that's think, not what i come to for i i think oh. if you're like a diehard playstation fan like yeah. one of those people who's like at like please please you know drink water kind of person like <laughs> I, I I really I really think like if you're looking at PlayStation right now, it's like what games do they have coming out? Right? It's like Wolverine is going to be a thing, and like you know that four there's going to be Spider-Man so DLC. Yeah, Spider-Man DLC, but like you know Sony's going all in on live service. It's like Marathon yeah. and Fair Games and all these games that like don't really look that great yet, and like the only thing you really had was well Wolverine is our next single player or next single player game, and like. Hopefully, Naughty Dog is just good enough that they can make this. This could be the one multiplayer game that's good. I feel like it. It probably is a big deal for people who like really care about PlayStation. Because if you think now about like what's coming out, what's the next PlayStation game you're excited about? Like, what is it after Wolverine? I like. Yeah, I don't. But they just had I, like I such know. a banger year. They. I mean, they just had. And like, did, did they? I guess maybe not from an exclusive standpoint, but yeah i don't know like owning an xbox and a playstation is also still like just in a way like third-party games are still you know yeah where you play those because you don't really you don't go to your switch for those games you go no. to your switch for nintendo games yeah you know? for sure yeah yeah no I, they, I obviously like square enix carries uh playstation to to a big extent like rebirth final fantasy rebirth next yes yeah. like yeah. the only the only game they really actually need yeah. but like you know if, you, if you're talking first like i cannot name one that's coming out other than wolverine, wolverine at right. this point like you yeah. know i marathon but i that sounds like it's in weird trouble i mean i mean layoffs and you know it, it's also partly exciting to like not know like not know what yeah. uh bend is up to not know what santa monica or um or naughty dog is it? like we don't know what their next big game is uh they yeah. have so many great studios like what's house mark house mark's next game um but how long until those things come, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. the that's the worry. Um 
but you know this uh, there'll be a, a bunch of other stuff to play i do think though that like it is it's um you know i was i i keep telling these guys i'm so happy that remedy walked mm. back their multiplayer plans and they came out and they said it's not going to be a live service game it's going to be a uh a, a like more of a traditional multiplayer experience that you pay yeah. for up front and it's going to be what it is and we're just going to bank on selling units versus um you know microtransactions and battle pass yeah. money and all this and um you know when they said that i was like thank you because i think you could make a really fucking fun multiplayer game but i don't want it to be <laughs> fucking i don't want it to fail and then yeah. I also don't want it to be this thing that I feel compelled that I have to keep returning to. And I wish that this Last of Us project could have turned into that because I think, like I said, I think Factions was such a solid multiplayer mode. If they could have done something that expanded that, there was something there. But it, the the marching orders were, it has to be a live service thing and uh, they just couldn't I, make it work. So I think Sony is... There's probably a top-down Sony thing that's like, "Hey, we need this franchise to be milked for all it's worth because it's successful." Like, we, I don't, you got to figure it out. Like, make make something that keeps this game going because we know that Last of Us is not gonna, Last of Us Three is not gonna be a thing that comes out for X amount of years. Like, even with like the Last of Us Part Two remastered that's coming out next month, it's like, why does it wonder, exist? You know, wonder how much money they're getting through, like how the money breaks down with the TV show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a great question. Yeah. You know, because yeah. cause that's they're definitely pulling in money from that. That that show sure. was excellent. So and I'm probably more, a lot more excited for that than two. any yeah. Last of Us related game stuff, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. works better maybe as a TV show than a game, personally. But. Yeah, and I think I think Neil Druckmann's heart is more in the TV show, <laughs> to be honest. And honestly, I think I think at some point we're going to get an Alan Wake TV show. That'd Just be cool. I mean, Especially. God, it would be so good. It would be it's so fun. good. It would be awesome. Uh, anything else that we get, we should cover here, Tom? I mean, E3, it's officially dead. Um, we went to the last one. We went to the last one. I produced Obviously, the last one. I killed it's it. It's been... Wow. Yeah. It was you. You're, you got your hand on the, on the gun. Yeah. The smoking gun. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, this has been a joke for a long time that it's been dead because it, it just hasn't come back and mm -hmm. they keep pushing it back. But they've officially said, nope, we're just not doing it anymore. And uh, yeah, it it's one of those things where there's obviously it had a lot of problems, but also I do think it had some where we are losing something from yeah. from 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 it going mm -hmm. um, that as much as um summer game fest and and all of that has certainly adapted more to the like where consumers are consuming things and then also like the needs of the publishers um yeah it's missing like a, a, it's a not a replacement that, that e3 had yeah. um for all of its you know warts and all it's gamescom um, yeah. now gamescom is is basically going to be the yeah i want to make it i want to make it out there eventually it's know, a great uh, show you know. really great show yeah we need a gamescom in the u.s we need a new gamescom version of usa this. gamescom usa so. maybe they'll just do that yeah the the e3 thing is i'll, I'll just say quickly I, I think it's a bummer um i know that yeah. the knee-jerk reaction everyone was like good riddance we hated it because it's like people who worked in press who were disillusioned of going to do work at it and it's like 
cool. Good for you guys. Like, I'm, I'm glad yeah. that you got to do your job and that you are now don't like to do your job. Um, yeah. But like the same people that, at, by the way, when they first got to go, were so excited because they cared about yeah. that stuff. And now they've done it and they're like, oh, it's just a hassle for me. It's oh. like, well, it's a lot of people that are really excited about this. Yeah, like I get it. Like whatever. Like I, I hate doing my job too. Uh, but like, <laughs> like, but I do think people underestimate the like how much E three made everything easier because mm. now E three is every day. There's like mm-hmm. a different live stream every day that's like PlayStation presents and like Square Enix yeah. is good doing a live and stream. They can't this fucking game. settle on names, man. The yeah, naming convention. Like I need you to pick a fucking Nintendo nailed it. They got yeah, the showcase, direct. but then they got but, they got fucking because they made the Nindies and now it's yeah. the indie showcase. Indie world, and like yeah. all right, you get one name change. <laughs> But, but like but it's... Xbox can't fucking settle on something. Partner presentation, showcase, direct. Yeah, Xbox yeah. is forever in that cycle of like, we're going to make it like a show with people to we're just going to show some trailers to, but now let's try people again. Like that's their problem. It's like they yeah. want it. They want it to be more than it is. And every time yeah. they try it, it's not something people want. Yeah. So it's like they're just forever failing and trying and failing and yeah. trying. So uh, all I was going to say is like, I think the important thing about E3 was that, like, if you are a casual gamer who just, like, wants to spend most of your time actually gaming, but still wants to, like, know what's going on, E3 was perfect. You tune in for four days of the year, you get all of the news that you need to get, and then, like, the rest of the year, if you want to get updates on those games and see how they're coming along, like, you you tune back in and you're like, oh, I'm going to follow this game that I saw at E3 and whatever. Hmm. And now it's like, you have to be tuned in 24-7 and like not know which streams are worth watching and which ones aren't worth watching. And you get these things where it's like, every time there's a any stream ever, you have a chat full of people being like, Hollow Knight? Is Hollow Knight going to be here? Is it here? Because like, it's, it's such like a wild west and it sucks. Uh, yeah. It just sucks so much that now like, everything is E3 and every day is E3 and nothing feels special. And there's no moment where the whole world is looking at gaming, you know, and like mm, we get that well, mainstream moment. <laughs> but it's a great I wish commercial. it wasn't. I wish it wasn't. It I wish, I wish that commercial. wasn't it. I mean, look, there's a lot of things that have been and can be said about the game awards. The one the one thing I, I think people should try and take into context, because they're like there are a lot of people that are like, oh, it'll never be the Oscars or this or that or the other. Um if you know about the history of the Oscars, you would know that the Oscars were created because people thought that movies weren't art, and people thought that movies weren't important. And they were trying to help a struggling industry feel important. And so the Oscars were literally made by the industry themselves to make themselves feel important and to get more money into the industry and make and that's kind of what the game awards are doing, but in well, a way more commercial sense and not about there, the art. There's also the thing with the Oscars where the actual reason that people the the history of why they think it was made was because at the time the Oscars were made, the industry was talking about unionizing. And the yeah. Oscars were made by the studios as a response to yes. be like, how do we make people stop unionizing? Oh, we'll just give them awards so that they <laughs> yeah. feel important. And that was their like union. The Oscars are like a union busting tax. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, they suck that. so bad. But there was but yeah. there was the problem of the other yeah. sentiment was like the actors themselves were basically being treated like second fiddle from stage actors. And so they Mm. were having trouble like getting people to star into like a movie when they wanted like the good actors were like, no, we're not, you know? So there there were, 
it's it's multiple plays. But the thing was with the game awards is it's like this exists as a commercial aspect to the industry, and there is no part of it that's really about like celebrating the no. people who make the games. It's funny because that's why E3 was made too. E3, the whole reason that E3 came about was right, because like, yes, yes. Right. Well, it was like games needed to get attention, and they were like, well, if we make an event, the newspapers have to cover games once a year because there's yes. a big expo, and they're they're going to need to follow it. And yeah, the Game Awards definitely is like that moment now. Um, but just call it Winter Game Fest. Like, it's not it's not an award. Winter show. Games Gala. <laughs> so everyone still gets dressed oh, up. I like you that can put one. the awards Winter out. Games I'm calling Gala. it Jeff's Winter Games ball. Gala. Make it a ball. Do dancing. Yeah, winter ball. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you could like play the yeah. Hamilton song, Winter's Ball. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The um, um Yeah. I was just gonna say with it, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's tough because um, you know, there are there are awards for games that are the awards, right? Like there's dice, there's the joystick awards, like there's numerous other things, but they don't get the attention that yeah, the game awards does for obvious reasons, and the so... dice one feels like like GDC, like that stuff is where I think um those awards should matter more anyway. One hundred percent. Well, they I mean because they're also coming from pe developers, right? Like which is why developers voting like real voting juries. On them. Which by yeah. the game awards they they move move into you know not just winter's ball, right? The, the <laughs> winter's ball, but then make it just make it a people's choice award. Fuck it. Oh, just make yeah, it basic. The winter. I mean, you may as award. well at this point. You yeah. may as well do that. Baldur's Gate won it. Like it, nothing would have changed. Yeah. I think. Like all yeah. of the categories probably would have been the same. Because um, I like getting all the trailers. Yeah, honestly, like, I, it, I enjoyed yeah. having a winter E3. Like there were so many game announcements that I was like, "This is great. That's that's yeah. cool." But that's not an award show. <laughs> that's the problem. That's mm. the problem. Like it is trying to have its cake and eat it too. It's trying yeah. to be yeah. both and. And it should probably People's just choice be... awards how you get around that. Yeah, yeah. just be... like, just mm -hmm. lean more into like the fucking <laughs> Nick Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like the... people because the thing is, is like it's it is it is like that. But then that statue is like the angel thing, and I'm like, just get the bucket yeah. of popcorn, get the 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 <laughs> get the controller, you know, like yeah. uh, yes. award or whatever. Like that's Lime... what you... Slime out. Ed Boon on stage. Oh Steve, my you know? God! Get some slime in Mountain that. Dew. Yeah, oh yes. We spray you with Mountain Dew. Yeah, and then drop <laughs> Doritos on you. Neil Druckmann getting up on stage and getting hit with a power hose of Mountain Dew swept <laughs> across the I mean, stage. It does, Someone it does... comes out with like the Mario backpack. And he's got the yeah. blood, and he just starts soaking him. I mean, there was that bit last year where Jeff joked, made like a joke about Final Fantasy, and it turned out to be like use the code Final Fantasy to get like ten percent off your Taco Bell order or whatever. Or and something. I'm like, you yeah. just awarded an award for like games for impact, and this person just <laughs> yeah. had like yeah. this speech about like how their father dying has inspired them to make this game, and then it's like. Get yeah. They'll never do this, and I wish he would. Yeah. I wish they would just split it up into two nights. Like yes. the um, I think the Emmys does it, where it's like the first night, don't even televise it, don't live stream it. Everyone's in town for the show, anyways. Do most of the awards that night and let people do actual speeches for like audio design and RPG and all these categories that Jeff doesn't give a shit about. Uh, <laughs> and and have your like actual awards night, right? Don't rent out the Peacock Theater. Rent out like a smaller space that doesn't cost as much money. Don't do a spectacle and just have like a nice dinner for for yeah. the industry and and have that be it. And then the second night, do your like two hours of of show, two and a half hours of show, whatever, however long you have to do it, mm -hmm. and like you know 
then then show like the four big awards or the five big awards. Let people make actual speeches like the Oscars does. And like, that's it. You know, like, yeah, then you can have your cake and eat it, too. And it can be a celebration. The people who win the big awards still get to give their actual speeches on the second night, whatever. But like, don't waste don't waste our time. You know, like there was the thing this week where the head, I think the head of Larian or the director of Baldur's Gate, I don't remember, Sven from, from yeah. Larian, just did the thing yesterday where he was like, here's what I wanted to say at the Game Awards. Yeah. And he did like an 18 tweet thread where he was mm-hmm. like, here's the whole speech. And it was like beautiful. And it was like really great to read and like inspiring and sad. You know, there, there were the parts where he talks about like the layoffs and like the people who he worked with that Dungeons and Dragons and Magic who like aren't there anymore. And yeah. it was just like a mm. really important speech. And the thing that drives me nuts about the Game Awards is like those moments build award shows. Like when the Oscars happen every year, the thing that goes viral is like speeches, right? It's always like last Whoa, year you, or when one yeah. of the biggest like, slap someone. Or Will Smith slapping someone, which someone should someone someone should slap Jeff. That would be a fun moment. Someone should slap someone at the game awards. Yeah, but like Chris Judge, like there was a whole joke about Chris Judge's speech being like the moment from last year. Well, Um, previous to that, it was it was the slap of the video game industry when when Joseph Farz said the Oscars at the game awards. That was great. All of all of the moments wins the next year. The most iconic moments from the video game awards so far have been people talking because it was true. It was fuck the Oscars. It was the Chris Judge speech, and yeah. this year it was like the the guy doing that EA Originals project. Um, I don't I don't remember oh, the name of it. Oh, so flute guy, and flute well, and flute guy. But like oh, the guy I who gave the him, speech, dude. the guy who gave yeah. the speech this year that was like, I'm making a game about my father passed away, and like I'm making this game, and yeah. that was like the most you memorable could moment feel of the show. It come, like the emotion coming through, yeah. and yeah, it's it's such a shame because we can have moments like that. And I, someone put out a good tweet. That was um, talked about the uh, the Herald of Darkness performance, which I mean, which come on, yeah, that was awesome. Great. I've been listening to it on repeat now that it's uh, you know on Apple Music and all these things. Uh, but someone I've tweeted got my out vinyl that, coming next month. Oh, you oh, yeah. ordered one? I, Hell I'm yeah! Considering it's it. gold, dude. Oh, it looks fuck fucking yeah. sick. Um, someone tweeted out they were like the 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 Herald of Darkness performance at the Game Awards proves that you can have. Uh, moments of spectacle without them yeah. feeling cheap and without them feeling um you know like an advertisement and yeah. uh yeah so yeah, I, it wasn't I, like when I, imagine dragons played yeah well the, i mean the the, thing. Be, they had that arcane thing and all that jazz but it, i mean the other thing and again this is like no fucking this is this is this is just how these things go why is like best adaptation getting a full thing? Because Neil yes. Druckmann is gonna win the award, and now he's a big fucking like TV. Well, producer. it's that, and this year had. I mean, in the last couple of years, we finally had video game adaptations that made TV shows and movies sure. that were good, right? Like, like this year, Mario was one of the biggest movies of the year. It's one of the fastest, like, highest selling animated movies of all time, um, yeah. and. Than the last of like you know like that I mean that's that's a big deal for I mean Even Nintendo's gonna, Nintendo's going to make a live because... action Zelda yeah. which like I don't think we need oh, but oh, that boy. wouldn't have happened before yeah, before like before Nintendo Mario, wouldn't yes. enter that market if it wasn't ready yeah I I agree mm-hmm. um yeah I I, I just I think the reality of all this is like more cold and clinical unfortunately we're like. Yeah. You know, we, we're sitting around and we're kind of like, oh, obviously do this. 
The reality is Jeff doesn't care about any of this because yes. Jeff is making bank. Do you? I, I learned oh, this at the game. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you talk- right now. I'll tell you right now. You're yeah. right. The money's important. But so when I worked yeah. with him and produces E3 show, oh, sure. he cares yeah. so much about. Every oh, I'm sure he does. Yes. Gate. Yes. Like, like the segments that I was in charge of and the games and stuff. Like he wanted me to like give him like reports on like every game and like let him know all of the. And like he was very, he wanted to make sure everything was present. So like he definitely cares about the game side. Yeah, no, no, and I don't mean to disparage him. I think he does a great job yeah, in the yeah. industry, like, whatever. But the thing I learned at the Game Awards that put a lot of it into perspective for me is, like, I was talking to someone, and they were, like, who who had games on the show, you know, like, whatever. And yeah. they, they get, like, their packet of how much things cost. And they were like, we'll, we'll play this as a game. How much do you think it costs to get your game on the show, a trailer for it on the screen, and to have Jeff say... uh and here's the game and say the name of it and toss to it. Uh, not just like a trailer in the middle of a bunch of them. How much do you think it costs to do that? I think it's like 80K. Great I was going to say 50K. I think, I think that some, I think it depends on who you are. Cause some, something tells That's me that <laughs> someone like Kojima is like, Hey, I'm going to come and show off a brand new game. And Jeff was like, please do that for me. Like, you know, like, I, like there's some people who please bring, yeah, I got in there for nothing. <laughs> I think I was told again by somebody who did have a game on the show that the yeah. cost of that is $950,000 at now wow. because of how many eyes are on the show. Uh, cause there were like what 118 million people who are watching. Right. It. I mean, it was, it was the Super Bowl for video games yes. more than it was anything. Yes. And, and I think even like just getting your trailer and not having Jeff toss to it is like 600,000, 500,000. I think they, wow. they were saying, wow. so like he's making, I mean, like a billion, a lot of money. like more than a billion dollars off yeah. this show, which goes towards renting the Peacock Theater, which goes towards booking Timothy Chalamet, which is not something they have to do, but it, they did do it anyways. Yeah. Um. So, like, at the end of the day, it's like they're making a shitload of money, and he cares, and he, he really cares about it. And I think next year he'll make changes to the show to show yeah. that he's yeah, acting no, in he good listens faith. to critiques for sure. Yeah. The, the speeches will be longer next year. Like yeah, there's, there's no doubt. He definitely um, has, I mean, he definitely cares about the industry and all of these games, but it's one of those things where it's like, he's a business, like he's a businessman first he's a and business foremost. Yes. And like, when you're a businessman, you can't have like the game awards can never, the viewership can never drop. Right. Yes. Like every year has to be bigger and there have to be more things shown and all of this. And so it's more of a, it's again, another kind of um, awful side effect of, of the industry as, as a whole, like this is an industry problem. If it wasn't the game awards and it wasn't Jeff, it'd be something else. And this, this was the year I think that we had a real reckoning um, with with the gaming industry um from multiple angles primarily the layoffs and yeah because of that this year in particular felt like such a like come to jesus moment with all of this yeah. and the game awards so it's one of those things where it's like when people are, are hating on it and you know have criticisms and one you know i think it i think it fluctuates between like legitimate criticisms yeah. to just like you know being a hater or whatever yeah but it is uh, ultimately at the end of the day it's like well yeah this is the world we live in kind of thing. yeah yeah but um, no it, it, anyway. it's it, and that's why i say like there's a cold and clinical aspect to it because it's like of course there is you know it's like of course yeah. there's gonna be a business and like he has x amount of eyes on the show so like he's gonna put x amount of trailers and then they have to pay for x amount of things so like you have to load the show up with trailers like 
it all makes sense. Um, I hope that next year he kind of realizes like, hey, maybe there's things we can cut back on from the sure. spectacle aspect of it so that we don't have to buy as many tra- or you know, right. get as many trailers and then we can have more and, and it all we can balance the budget a little bit by yeah. focusing the show a little bit more. I'm hoping that that's where he lands. Because again, he does care. There, there's no doubt. Um, but I think that like the last two years he's gotten too wrapped up in the sure. like business of it and the like, oh, it has to be big and it has to have trailers but it, is, it has to pull people in. You know? It's a self-feeding solution though, mm-hmm. because like he wants yeah. to get as many eyes onto the game awards and about the yeah. games industry as possible. And the way to do that is these trailers, totally. right? Because people are showing up just there are so many people showing up just to see what video games get announced, which I kind of care about more than anything, because the rest of it's subjective. Like none of these awards are getting me to go play games that I haven't like yeah. played at this point. But would you would your life change? in any significant way or your feeling for the show change in any significant way if you hadn't seen the trailers for Mecha Break or no of or, course not you know all no, this of course all not. these yeah, games that he fills it with God, right no. yeah and that that's yeah. my thing it's like just take out 10 of those trailers like and i know that they're your friends like he has pr friends who i think he's <laughs> doing favors for a lot of the time mm-hmm. i know that he has games he just likes to work with he like the the finals and you want to get eyes on some smaller things too right you know like you want to give that opportunity to people even if it is just a money thing and not a quality thing because it's hard to gauge that but and that that is my other thing with you know when people talk about um that is like my devil's advocate element to it when people talk about like they seem to paint like a very broad brush against like having trailers shown and being like i mean no doubt there was so much that took away from like the celebration of the people that were making the yeah. games that won the awards. But, you know, for example, that, that guy that came on uh, that mm. voiced the seam who um, had his game about his dad, yeah. like it was really awesome to get to see that because like the yeah. game looks fucking great. It's not just like, Oh, this is an yeah. emotional story. I'm like, wow. Like you've made what looks like, you know, next year seems to be like the Prince of, you know, we've got Prince of Persia. We've got all these great like 2d, yeah. uh side scrolling like action yeah. games metrovania games um it's great to have moments like that and you know you start thinking like even on the big games and like there's still so many developers who are out there and excited you know a lot of people say like oh people don't care about the game awards i'm like well the people who are winning the awards i think care about winning those awards and like are yeah. happy yeah, to course. like win them like yeah. sam lake was getting really fucking i could feel like how emotional he was getting over those and when you think about everything it took for them to get to this point of making yeah. this absolutely phenomenal alan wake game um yeah, second and best game the... of the year following walk about golf mm-hmm. maybe first um and then to to get um yeah. you know the every all the developers that have worked on these games that are finally showing off and getting put into the world in front of millions of people like that there, there's emotion behind that and so it it's like a, there's a baby bathwater situation here that mm. uh that we that needs yeah. to be you know considered. Yeah, I, I'll say one last thing just because we're, we're coming up on time. Um, and like honestly, we're spending way too much time talking about the game awards. But there's <laughs> there's one problem to all of this, yes. and I think it's part of the reason that the speech time is short. Audience doesn't a lot of the general audience doesn't give a shit who the developer is, like who these people are, right? Sure. A lot of the general audience does not know, and a lot of the people that might be going up to the awards might not be the person that should be accepting the award because like they're sending someone who's maybe going to be better on camera 
uh, or the people that like are going to go accept the awards maybe aren't great like on camera and with public speak because like they're game developers right like it, it's it's not like necessarily a stereotype not all game developers are going to be like introverted and awkward but there are a lot of people that work in games that aren't there to be a public facing thing right it's sure. not the entertainment industry in the same way it's not the Oscars. yeah they're not actors yeah. So it's, it's the, hard to, you know, the, circle that square. The only thing I'll say to that, though, is like, Jeff, I've talked to him before about the Game Awards. And, and you know, yeah. he's, he's lovely to talk to you about it because he, he really thinks about it a lot. Um, but the thing that, that he said to me last year that, like, just it, it kills me is that he's like, this is a show for the fans. It's a show for the fans. Yes. People's and it's Choice like, Award, then. Let the right, fans pick but, it. Because it's like, if you're an award show, that's explicitly the one night that's not supposed to be for the fans. I'm sorry. It's yeah. every everything yeah. in gaming is constantly for the fans, and we never have something that's for the creators. And if you are giving out statues to creators, like, I don't care if the fans are bored by, like, the Resident <laughs> Evil devs going up and not being mic trained. It's like, you should feel honored that you yeah. got to see Sam Lake, one of the greatest creative minds in our freaking industry right now yeah. you should feel honored that you get to see this guy go up and give a five minute speech you know and like i get that it doesn't draw eyes and it doesn't draw money and that's fine but like at some point then the show can't be an award show like that's it especially it just, by it the way, can't be an award show if it's yeah. for fans and he's talking about it that way it's like that's like the same way people talk about like sports and it's like yes. well yeah but like so then you know who shouldn't be picking the winner the people that fans hate, which is gaming journalists, because you know what? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fucking video gamers hate. They fucking hate like gaming journalists who say anything <laughs> critical about their games. I am. I am. I was know? on the jury for Game Awards as part of Digital Trends, and I will tell you, I think the jury process is not very good for that show. <laughs> I will. I will say that with self reflection, there are a lot of problems with it. Just do a fan Just vote. Call it the, the yeah. fans' choice Just awards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. I think we're at time. You, Tom, that, you said Jeff? you had like a game. Yeah, you very that, quick. Jeff? Let's let's do a, do it in the post show. Very quick. Okay, I like that. Because because next week we got Tom. Are you you gonna have your your asks ready for next week? You think is that a possibility or no? Oh yes, we can make that happen. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna do Ask Master <laughs> next week. Um, Alex may or may not have started Alan Wake by then. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and hopefully Giovanni will be playing Walk Around Mini Golf at that point. And then oh, he's going to have to revise. I'm going to jump on it. Yes, on dude. It. Yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Giovanni, we can't wait to have you back again. It was far too long. We'll have to make sure that it doesn't take this long once again. But until next time, everybody, stay unranked. Huh? Uh, suck it, um, Gio. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs>